Liz Underhill here again. And as usual, I'm here to get you out of the doom and gloom reports of everyday life by bringing a smile to your lips and a warmth to your heart, by dishing up some of my own real life stories from behind my bifocals and adding uplifting and humorous stories from others. This week, we're starting out our podcast with Clara's bifocal story about fall fairs, especially taking her outlaws, Mother Myrtle and Father Mortimer, best known as Murdy and Morty. Then an article about a thoughtful teenager from ripplekindness.org. Then, from the Chatterbox News, some information about midlife whatever that is, and then on to a creative way to steal. <laughs> and mustn't forget to remind you of the difference between citizens and politicians. I've shared some country and western song titles that will stir up your creative side. Finally, we'll finish off with dating ads for seniors. So let's get on with the show. Hello, Miss Clara. I hear you've got some news about your in-laws. Whoops, outlaws, as you so lovingly put it. What's in store for us today? Hi, folks. Well, hi, Lizzie. And another week's gone by, and I mustn't forget to say hi to all my fans out there, too. Wasn't this a summer so far? The fall's coming up, and if COVID doesn't interfere... The fall fairs will be starting, and we can look forward to the cool and breezes of fall. Kids back to school, hopefully. I'm still a little kid at heart. My favorite thing is going at the cattle barns. That smell reminds me of being on the farm. One good whiff and the old scalp vibrates. Great way to get your circulation going, and free, too. Always looking for the freebies I am. Yes, I remember those smells quite vividly, Clara, when I was a kid on my cousin's farm. Family tradition has it that every year we're hooked into taking the outlaws, Mother Myrtle and Father Mortimer. Well, Murdy and Morty, they have no car and they refuse to walk. I've threatened Clem many times to send them on a jet-propelled trip. Oh, if they'd only bend over. What? <laughs> oh, Clara, I thought you really enjoyed your in-laws, whoops, outlaws. Well, they don't like walking around the fair, and they don't like visiting the kettle burns. Murdy insists on sitting at the candy floss station the entire time. I offered to take the buggy for her, but she complained that the last time she rode and led, she got a blister on her butt from all the bumping and grinding. My goodness. Well, she can't walk much either. She's got ingrown toenails, or so she says. I've been tempted to stomp on him a couple of times, but I'm such a patient, forgiving gal, and besides, I don't think she'd believe me when I told her the devil made me do it. Or maybe she would. She thinks I'm a devil anyway. Oh, Clara, you don't have a mean bone in your body. Or do you? <laughs> I just wish for once Clem and I could go and have some fun. Last year, Morty rode that swinging ship. I just loved it. 
I thought with any luck on the downswing, you might get caught in the mast and forever hoist the sail up his shirt. Ha ha ha, you thought I was going to say something else, eh? No, I wasn't actually. I'm getting used to you and your odd way of expressing things. Just who you are and why I so love you. My prayers were answered, but in a different way. I thought I could hear him yelling something, and when I looked his way, there was his mouth frozen open in a screamer, I think. Reminded me of poor crabby dog when he got into some chicken in the garbage and got the scoots. The ride finally stopped and everyone got off. That is, except Morty. What? Well, I found Morty candy flossing and dragged her over to the ride. It took all three of us to unglue Morty's fingers from that rock thing in front. Clem lifted Morty out of the seat and onto solid ground. Needless to say, that was the end of the fair for us. Morty was so sick, he insisted on going home, or so he gestured by stamping his feet. No sounds coming out of his frozen face, though. Artie said she was full of floss and she's ready to go, as there's nothing else for them to do. Well, at least you got Morty unstuck, but sad that it ended on such a note. Well, before we left, I purchased my beer nights and Clem bought us candy apples. I decided that at least I wouldn't have to do without my yearly beer nights. I could almost feel the crunch and the sweet taste of the coating. I couldn't wait to dine them when I got home. Oh, I so love them too, Clara. I have to watch though as I'd eat an entire bag and if I bought two, maybe two, all in one city. Well, out of politeness, I thought it only proper to offer some to the outlaws, thinking that after that experience with the ride and being flossed, neither one would be hungry and Clem knew better than to touch one tiny nut. By the time we dropped those outlaws off and arrived home, they had polished up my beer nuts and Clem had chipped his false teeth on his candy apple. I do hope this year is better. Murdy called last night to see what night we were picking them up. She said they couldn't wait. Give me strength. And how was your week? Bye. I'd like to share an article that I found on ripplekindness.org, a place for uplifting ideas and kind, thoughtful things people do. And I'm all for that, as you know. I'm tired of the everyday doom and gloom. Jacob Kramer is a compassionate teen who has always been inspired to help others. Concerned about the loneliness of many aging people, he recruited his eighth grade classmates at Ballard Brady Middle School to write personal letters, which he delivered to the elderly. After an enthusiastic response, he started an organization in 2013 called Love for the Elderly, a card and letter collection service where people are able to send notes of love to someone who needs to know they're not forgotten and that people care. The nonprofit launched a website and social media campaign where Jacob has recruited people to help compose personal letters for delivery to senior centers and nursing homes. Strangers have reached out in friendship from all over the world, and the feedback he's received from the senior centers and assisted living facilities is astounding. 
The Love for the Elderly website provides examples of letters to inspire people to write from the heart and encourages schools to get involved. People can even submit a letter online. If you'd like to be part of this amazing journey, you can go to loveforthelderly.org. I hope this moves your heart as it did mine. A young man and an old lady go to a bakery. The young man steals three buns and puts them into his pockets and leaves. He says to the old lady, Hmm, that took great skill and guile to steal those buns. The owner didn't even see me. Well, that's just the simple thievery, the old lady replied. I'll show you how to do it in the honest way and get the same results. The old lady then proceeded to call out the owner of the bakery and said, Sir, I want to show you a magic trick. The owner was intrigued, so he came over to see the magic trick. She asked him for a bun, and then she proceeded to eat it. She asked two more times, and after eating them again, the owner says, Okay, my good lady, where's the magic trick? The old lady then said, Look in the young man's pockets. Never fool with an old lady. <laughs> One day a florist went to a barber for a haircut. After the cut he asked about his bill and the barber replied, I can't accept money from you. I'm doing community service this week. The florist was pleased and left the shop. When the barber went to open his shop the next morning, there was a thank you card and a dozen roses waiting for him at the door. Later, a cop comes in for a haircut and when he tries to pay his bill, the barber again replied, I can't accept money from you. I'm doing community service this week. The cop was happy and left the shop. The next morning when the barber went to open up, there was a thank you card and a dozen donuts waiting for him at the door. Then a member of parliament came in for a haircut and when he went to pay his bill, the barber again replied, I cannot accept money from you. I'm doing community service this week. The member of parliament was very happy and left the shop. The next morning, when the barber went to open up, there was a dozen members of Parliament lined up waiting for a free haircut. And that, my friends, illustrates the fundamental difference between the citizens of our country and the politicians who run it. Here's a little article about what it's like to hit midlife, whatever that is. Midlife is when the growth of hair on our legs slows down. This gives us plenty of time to care for our newly acquired mustache. Midlife is when you go for a mammogram and you realize this is the only time someone will ask you to appear topless. Midlife brings wisdom to know that life throws us curves and we're sitting on our biggest ones. Now, I know some of you out there probably are not into country music, however, I've discovered 16 top country and western songs. Now where in every other genre of music would you find these wonderful songs? It's hard to kiss the lips at night that chewed your rear out all day long. If I can't be number one in your life, then number two on you. If the phone don't ring, you'll know it's me. How can I miss you if you won't go away? I liked you better before I got to know you so well. I still miss you, baby, but my aim's getting better. I wouldn't take her to a dog fight because I'm afraid she'd win. 
I'll marry you tomorrow, but let's honeymoon tonight. I'm so miserable without you, it's like you're still here. If I had shot you when I first wanted to, I'd be out of prison by now. My wife ran off with my best friend, and I sure do miss him. She got the ring, and I got the finger. You're the reason our kids are so nasty. Her teeth were stained, but her heart was pure. She's looking better after every beer. And the number one song is, Ain't never gone to bed with an ugly woman, but I've sure woke up with a few. Here are some dating ads for seniors found in a Florida newspaper. Foxy lady. Sexy, fashion conscious, blue haired beauty. 80s, slim, 5 foot 4, used to be 5 foot 6. Searching for sharp looking, sharp dressing companion. Matching white shoes and a belt, a plus. Long term commitment. Recent widow who has just buried fourth husband. Looking for someone to round out a six unit plot. Dizziness, fainting, shortness of breath, not a problem. Serenity now. I'm into solitude, long walks, sunrises, the ocean, yoga, and meditation. If you are the silent type, let's get together. Take our hearing aids out and enjoy quiet times. Winning smile. Active grandmother with original teeth seeking a dedicated flosser to share rare steaks, corn on the cob, and caramel candy. Memories. I can usually remember Monday through Thursday. If you can remember Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, let's put our two heads together. Mint condition. Male. 1932 model. High mileage. Good condition. Some hair. Many new parts, including hip, knee, cornea, valves. Isn't in running condition, but walks well. Beetles or stones. I still like to rock, still like to cruise in my Camaro on Saturday nights, and still like to play the guitar. If you were a groovy chick, or are now a groovy hen, let's get together and listen to my 8-track tapes. If you enjoy Life with Aunt Lizzie, please leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. I love to bring you these uplifting and fun pieces of humor and sometimes thought-provoking articles. And if you'd like to receive our Chatterbox News, where you'll find all kinds of fun things to bring a smile to your lips and a warmth to your heart, please visit www.lifewithauntlizzie.com and sign up for your free personal copy. Thank you for visiting with us this week, and we look forward to tickling your funny bone on further episodes. Meanwhile, take care, keep smiling, until the next time, bye for now.